Wakey, wakey, Upper East podcasters. Whether everyone's wearing their costumes or not, the Upper East Side is always a scary place full of monsters. Ooh. Hey, everybody. <laughs> it's C. I'm S. And we're Gossip Girls. Why is she answering? Why is she answering? And who are we? That's a secret we'll never tell. You know you love us. XOXO. Gossip Girls. <laughs> and we're here. Talking about Gossip Girl, a show that came on a long time ago, 10 years, Ten in fact. 10 years. And uh, we're two women of color talking about it because this show is super white. It's the most white. It is white. Okay. <laughs> it's Gossip White Girls. White <laughs> Gossip Girls. What if they made a POC Gossip Girl? I'll be into it. I would watch it. Do they have that? I don't know. They should. Teens. Teen? Young. Young. I don't have okay. many things for people. I'm trying to think. Like, I don't. I can't think of any like teen dramas with POC in it. I mean, Riverdale has Josie and the Pussycats in there. Yeah, POC. that's true. But like, but that's Archie's like one out of technically a POC. I think he is. And then like Reggie, mm-hmm. uh, Veronica, Veronica. I think I think it's the closest we've gotten, yeah. as opposed to like you know this shit house, this, <laughs> this thing. But also, I love this shit know, show. So let's talk about this shit show of an episode. Oh, well, at least I'm on the list and not working the door. Text me with Patrick 307. How to succeed in bassness. That is so clever. How to succeed in bassness. Okay. <laughs> Which is from the uh, How to Succeed in Business, a movie from the 1940s or 50s? Is that like the play of the How to Succeed in Business without really trying? Yes. Oh. Who, oh, who um... Uh, what's his face? Dan Rancliffe was in. Oh, I didn't know that. Oh yeah, he was um he he uh, re- um it was um it was a revised not revised but um revival revival yes so. yeah we had we had that in high school I think and one of my high school crushes was in it and was like come to my play and then I went to it and I fell asleep it's fine <laughs> he was a bad actor <laughs> okay but was he nice to look at though yes then he was a good actor okay. <laughs> <laughs> Well, we'll find out about good and bad acting in this episode. Indeed. So let's get into it with the bassness. Okay. So the Netflix description for this show is that Serena helps Chuck open his club, but Blair feels left out. Dan is unnerved watching one of Olivia's sex scenes with the former co-star. Yoice. Hence the acting. <laughs> yeah. So let's get into Can the you ba- like? Okay. So. Yeah. So let's get into bassness. Yeah. Hey. So as we know, Chuck bought a hotel or something. The Empire. Yeah, the Empire Hotel. And he's It's not the Empire like the like like in Star Wars. Or like the TV show on Fox. Yes. Empire. Yeah. The best. Cookie. <laughs> lion. Everyone loves Cookie. She's the best. She's arguably the best part of yeah. that show. Um Yeah, so Chuck has his weird Empire Hotel. And like most hoteliers, is that a word? Hotelier. Yeah, I don't know. Hotelier. Oh. Sure. Here. He wants he wants people to come there, but apparently his hotel is behind the Holiday Inn Express at LaGuardia on Travelocity. Yeah. Well, like, also they're in the middle of a fucking recession. Oh right. Like, yeah, this so is two thousand and nine. No, no one's expensive hotel. No one's traveling. Everybody are the like, rich people in a recession though? The I only mean, people that are like affected by this recession that we've seen so far is Rufus. Yeah, but I feel like now that ba- that uh, the basses are in the service industry because he because they only they only really I don't think they bought hotels before. I mean, like they had the, 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 the had the plaza. That's true. They had that, but 
I feel like that clientele so strong and also for the most part they were in like devastating times where they are now as yeah. far as the Great Recession goes. So they were always able to like pull through. Now they're kind of facing it. It's also building a new hotel during this time. Oh, yeah. Tricky. So he's he's hit, he's feeling it a little bit. Yeah. And so he he like needs to do something so that people come to his hotel and like so he's concerned about the holiday season. So it's it's approximately Halloween right now. Or that time, as we learned, because there's monsters in the Upper East Side. <laughs> That's how we know it's Halloween. <laughs> Doing great. Um, so uh, Chuck wants to fill up the hotel for the holiday season. He says any hotel that doesn't fill up for the holiday season doesn't make it to next year. And so he wants to open the speakeasy. So remember, do you remember when he bought the hotel? He's like, I want to make this thing into a speakeasy. Right. Well, he like initially he just wanted to buy that particular restaurant within the hotel instead he bought the whole hotel yeah so the just hotel <laughs> yup your your laugh sounded fake no i like you're not actually amused no, no i was like, like oh i get it it was like one of those <laughs> <laughs> like, oh that's cute like wait a minute that's a thing that's hotel hotel motel holiday inn so um he has to figure out a way to get the speakeasy to open he had wanted to buy the speakeasy initially that's why he got into this whole situation but then said he bought the whole hotel the hotel the hotel it's never gonna stop <laughs> and now he's kind of trying to figure out what's his next move yeah so he so as we know serena is working for that person casey who was who's olivia's manager and was Tyra Banks's character's manager mm-hmm. and she publicist yeah she's a publicist sorry um which is different than a manager, apparently. I don't know what a publicist does. No one does. Okay, it's very confusing. Like this entire episode. No one knows just, what like, the difference between like like on BoJack Horseman, the the, the whole like yeah. what's a manager, what's an agent. Who They're knows totally what different. anyone does? Any apparently like a manager can produce, but like what does that mean? Everything is to get your star more famous. Yeah. Is my understanding. Essentially, like, I think what you do is different, but then like your end goal is the same. So it's like yeah. different ways of achieving fame. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, Serena, he asked Serena to help with the publicity. Oh, this is probably her calling now saying there's not enough chai in our chai latte. Hello? Are you alone? Chuck, hey. Am I alone? It's obviously about a gift. Serena. Yes, hi, I'm here. Sorry. Hotel that don't book. Over the holiday season, don't make it to the next. I'm sorry, are you in trouble? Do you want me to call my mom to see if Bass Industries can help? I don't want Bass help. I want a publicist. Okay, great. Um, well, I'll call Condé Nast and Tablet Hotels right away. No, I no longer have time for the establishment to accept me. I need them to come begging. I want to open my club tomorrow. Halloween. Let's see, my idea. Okay, tomorrow, absolutely. And Serena, I don't want Blair anywhere near this. And Blair overhears that. Mm-hmm. She overhears everything. And Blair. Yeah, and she's like, oh, I thought he was going to buy me a present. <laughs> Which is just... Well, they're so like in a fight. Yeah, why would he buy her a present? She, yeah, like, she did him wrong, man. Yeah, or like, she she doesn't believe they're in a fight. Like, he thinks that... He th- he was done wrong, and Blair thinks they're okay. But like, he's yeah. clearly hurt. Like, and can you imagine, like, their, their entire game was built on trust, and she's just like... No, actually, I'm not gonna tell you. Mm-hmm. And then she, she got him to kiss. Josh, Josh, 
something. Finance, I don't know what his name yeah, was. Yeah, Josh from The Thing, from uh, from NYU. Yeah, NYU Josh. Yeah, so, like, there's a lot going on with Blair and Chuck right now. They're, they're, the trust issue is just not not there. Yeah, so um, Blair, Blair is hurt by Chuck's um, exclamation that he doesn't want Blair to be part of this opening because she... she has like i mean as most people they have a need to like feel needed by their partner and by chuck saying he doesn't want her to be there makes her feel like she's not a necessary part of chuck's life too right and meanwhile uh serena is she's managing olivia's ex boyfriend his name is patrick and that's just like i don't know I don't know what a publicist. No, she's a publicist for him, not a manager. Right. As we just <laughs> <laughs> Who knows? They're all interchangeable. Serena's job is to make Olivia's ex, Patrick, more famous. Yeah. And so Olivia's ex starred with her in um, The Vampire. The Vampire Diaries. Nope, not The Vampire Diaries. Whatever mm-hmm. it's called. Vampires of the Night, starring yeah. Olivia and Patrick. Camelot meets vampires. Yes. Vampalot. <laughs> Oh my god! Why wasn't that called that? I don't know. I feel like Damn it should have been. I feel like we thought of a good name for it last time too. I think Vampalot is Vamp-a-lot. it's a winner though. I think Vampalot's uh, very good. Yeah, good job. We'll, we'll keep. How much do you vamp? Oh, I vamp a lot. <laughs> <laughs> god damn it! I hate you. Oh god, I love you so much. Yeah. So Dan, so Nate's like, "Well, have you seen Olivia's movie?" And Dan's like, "No." And Nate's like, "Whoa, do you not have internet here? There's like a bunch of sex scenes." And Dan's like, "Let's watch together." And it gets weird <laughs> because they basically watch porn together, and it's like, "This is <laughs> this is what boys do." I love it. Like the the scene in um in the episode of them watching this movie together is just so That's funny. like both like what leaning boys do. <laughs> <laughs> They're just like leaning together, and it's like, you know, it's fine to watch this movie together. Just the visual of them like leaning towards each other and watching this movie is like adorable, and they belong together. Yeah, to I ship fair. it. Yeah, I ship it. <laughs> Wow, use ship in a correct manner. <laughs> Good job. Shut up. Um, so while this is going on, Chuck, he's also in need of his, like, his liquor license. And so he tells Serena about that and that he's going to magically get it. He's going to get it. Yeah, and so he gets a call. He's like, your liquor license is ready one day later. And yeah, the thing is, like, it, it's it's a, it's a, a, kind of like a race against the clock because he can't open the bar without it. Yeah. And so he, his, so right now it is the day before Halloween. He's like, I want to open my bar tomorrow. And like, I feel like liquor licenses get take a really long time. I think someone in the episode mentioned it was like six months. Mm-hmm. And so he's like, I'm going to get it today through bribery and trickery. And also this is television. Right. And, and like, his, even like his bartender, his like, his head bartender is kind of like, what you going to do? Like, you know, he like, POC alert. We actually haven't seen him since season two. Yeah, when he, when uh he was the original owner of the bar, right? He was the original owner of a bar that was in Brooklyn that um that uh, oh that, that Chuck, Chuck eventually bought that Vanessa was trying to save back in season two. Yeah, is that the one that turned into the Victrola? No, okay. it was the other one that was. I uh, was the next one after that where oh. yeah, because like uh, Chuck has opened a couple of bars at this okay. point but this is the second um this is the second bar bartender that's now behind the bar for this hotel because okay. he loves him and they have they built a relationship and it's Aww. really sweet and he like makes a really good gimlet apparently 
Aw. So, yeah, it's uh, it's very cute. But even he's like, what, are you going to start greasing some hands? Like, how are you going to get yeah. this done? And he's like, I'll find a way. I'll just, you know. I'll chuck bass. I'll figure it out. And Blair, she finds out about the fact that he needs it through the conversation she's had with Serena. Yeah. Serena tells her that he still needs a liquor license. Right. So, you know, it's a race against the clock. He's trying to get this license and license uh, to spill. <laughs> sure. Okay. No, I'm, I'm really sleepy. I'm sorry. These mm. are not good jokes. <laughs> no, no, they're fine. They're great. They're great. I mean, <laughs> Vampalot is a winner. Vampalot's so bad. <laughs> it's so How good. dare I say that? No, it's fantastic. I want it forever. <laughs> okay. But so Chuck, he's, he's, it's a race against the clock. And at this point he gets a license. It like becomes message to the hotel. And then he gets a suspicious text message from none other than Jack, Jack Bass. Bass. I thought Jack Bass died, honestly. He should have. He's one such a though. bad character. He is he's a bad so character. Boring. He's like, he's one of those characters that like. It's not boring. He's just an asshole. I don't like him on the show, even for dramatic purposes. Like, he's yeah. just so smarmy and disgusting that I just hate watching anything that he's in. Yeah. He's, he's very anxiety inducing. Yeah. And so when this text message came through, Chuck also feels anxiety induced yeah. by his text message. He's like, what the fuck? And he's like, like every text message I get, I'm right. anxiety induced. Right. And he's just like, who would go to Jack? And so he like obviously thinks Serena went to Jack. He's like, did you tell her? Because I didn't tell anybody else. Yeah. It's you. And she's like, no, I promise. I like, I would never go to Jack. And he said, who? And then he realized it was Blair. Yeah. Blair went to Ch- uh, went to Jack to get this license. And so. And I he- think that's really strange because I feel like Blair probably has connections of her own. That so I don't know. Jack Bass is something that has torn a huge rift between Blair and Chuck. And oh, I'm yeah. surprised. That she would go to him, but I guess that's probably the only, like, dirty dealer she knows. Yeah, but also, like, uh, Jack owed her one. Oh. He owed her one with all that shit that went down last New Year's Eve with them hooking up. Ew. And then Chuck finding out about it. She kind of was like, now we're even. Like, you've done something good for me. Yeah. And so now I can, like, you know, now we're, we're good. And... In that case, though, Chuck is like, I can't believe you went behind my back, number one. Didn't consult me on this. And also you went to Jack, of all people. And he hates Jack. And he like hates... It, it, taints, it taints the opening. For sure. But also, Chuck... And Jack hates Chuck. And he knows that uh, the license is probably a fake. Yeah. And so, um, at this point, the party has started... You know, Blair has been uninvited, got herself uninvited. Chuck's like, you know what? Yeah, so Chuck is like, don't come to the party. And then Serena stays with Chuck because she's doing the publicity. Right. And I feel like this is... This is a thing that happens a lot with Serena. Like, she's trying so hard to do publicity. And everyone's just like, no, we don't believe that you're... Like, they don't want to... They don't believe in her as someone who ha- can have a career, I think. Right. I mean, and she's like, also 18. And yeah. the thing is, is, like, she's always trying to prove for herself. Yeah. And, and no one lets her. No one lets her because, you know, they think she has potential but n- in other things. Like what? I don't know. Socializing? A, yeah. Honestly, like, be a pretty girl. Yeah. And that's, like, where her potential lies. And she should be in school and not trying to, like, start a career at 18 years old. She should, like, you know get some direction they feel like she's not she doesn't have any direction yeah so So. when blair gets herself uninvited though like um she like serena obviously stays with chuck because she's managing the publicity for this and that's like her job and but like all these people she's like dealing with yeah and blair is like stepping out of her lane in this like chuck specific specifically said don't come right or like don't do anything for this and 
Like he didn't go to you for a reason. He yeah. went to Serena. And that's like that's something that I don't know. I think should be examined more by Blair. Like why is she not getting her her partner's advice or like not getting her partner reaching out to her? Yeah, that's something should be examined and it's not. So uh, Blair is very upset that Serena took Chuck's side over her, and now they're in a fight. Yeah, and so which like, is the fight I, of the like every season they have a fight, and so this is the fight they're in. There, right now. This is it feels like a stupid fight, honestly. It is a stupid fight, it and it also like so contrived. It is, but like it's meta in that way because they know this is what they do. They always get in fights, and I mean, it it continues on for another episode or two. It's the fight of the season. Yeah, but they are always in a fight, so. Serena's like, okay, I don't have time for this. I gotta like manage all these people that I invited. So she invited a shit ton of them pe- oh, celebrities, apparently. Celebrities at the yeah at, this ho- at the opening, and I wish I got invited to a hotel speakeasy opening for Halloween. <laughs> I mean, we can we can we have time. Okay, let's check it out. Um, but in the entry on Blair, she goes back and she gets flowers and she figures that it's Chuck apologizing to her, which obviously he would send her apology flowers like two seconds after he was like stop interfering right but when she finds out it is not from chuck and she is horrified she's horrified because she finds it's from jack yeah and she's like oh shit and it's kind of like the kiss of death yeah so like i don't know i still don't think that her trusting jack to get a liquor license is something that she would have it in good conscience think that this is a good idea because it's obviously fake like obviously he was sent a fake because he fucking hates chuck like he doesn't right. owe blair enough that he would like go against his hating chuck right but i think she was trying to leverage with his uh, affection for blair because i mean chuck do- not chuck does but he have affection for blair he does i think and to, to a certain extent at least to the point where like or i think he has a fondness for blair but i don't think that he likes her more than the fact that she is the closest thing to Chuck's heart. Uh-huh. So he uses her to that. Like I mean like Oh, as like a pawn to as a pawn attack Chuck. For sure. And I think that's what this also is, is a case of that. What happened with Jack? Well like Jack and He like tried to sabotage Chuck. Right. Well he was pissed about the fact that uh Bart left everything to Chuck. Yeah, which is obvious cuz that's his son. Um but he was he thought that he was going to thought he thought it was his payday when Bart Bass died and then over the Christmas break during New Year's of last year of last season uh-huh. Blair and Jack while Chuck was, you know, you know, going on a bender, he um Jack and Blair hooked up. Oh. I don't remember any of this. It's yeah. fine. So much happens in Gossip Girl. So much happens in Gossip Girl. It's so weird. Like, I feel like there's... So, like, we were talking about the fight. There's a fight every season. But, like, I feel like the same thing happens every season. Like, Blair and Serena always get in a fight. Jenny always wrestles with her uh, with her desire to be an Upper East Side queen versus her Brooklyn roots. Dan is constantly dating someone who is bad also just like or just a, a replacement for serena yeah 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 never got over her and Not writing really. things right uh vanessa is making a documentary mm-hmm. and, and chuck nate, and blair are fighting right and nate's there yeah and nate has oh and nate has family problems sometimes yes. that you don't always know or he's just like a side act that's yeah. literally the entirety of gossip girl yeah but and eric's also just a pawn always yeah but you know what? It's fucking awesome. I, I love, love it. it. It's great. Seven seasons. Six Se- seasons. Six seasons. Six seasons of this. Yeah. It's amazing. Like the same thing. The same thing. The same storylines over and over again. But you know what? I'm here for them. 
every last one. And in this one, uh, you go to the party, and at the party, we find out that the liquor license was a fake. A fake. The Jack was trying to set them up, and so Blair and Chuck they so Blair so Blair no no Blair at this point is still not at the party. Right. So Blair, when she gets those condolence flowers, she's sitting while she. I just want to talk about this for a second. So while she, when she gets the condolence flowers, before that she was sitting with Dorota, or no, she was sitting on her bed with a chessboard. It looked like she was playing chess with herself, but it turns out Dorota was cleaning and she's playing chess with Dorota while she's cleaning, and then she cheats. She's the best. <laughs> she's the absolute fucking. She fucking best. cheats. <laughs> And Dorota was like, mm-hmm. Dorota was like, I, okay. I fucking see you, you cheater. Yeah. So funny. Um, but yeah, so <laughs> I love that. Oh I love my that god. Scene. So Chuck and Blair, they come together at the party, and they have a similar idea to call the police. Yeah. So Blair, Blair rushes up to Chuck, and she's like oh my god and chuck goes i know and she goes should we and he goes i already did and she goes okay i'll go around at the paparazzi yep and so serena is furious when she finds out that all her celebrity friends are at a police uh it's getting the police the police is raiding the party now. yeah you might want to try to stop the police why don't i stop i call them why would he have his own club raided? Well, once we found out the liquor license was fake, we could either wait for Jack to call ABC to take us down, or we could take control and call the police to blow up the party for a night that no one would ever forget. Brilliant, isn't it? This was your idea. Well, it's both of ours. You see, us, we belong together. Okay, well, Casey blames this whole thing on me. Now I have to go get my clients out of here before they get mug shots or TMZ videos. But you could try to go through the hotel. Thank you. But there's probably paparazzi out there, too. I'm sorry, S, but Chuck's hotel needed this. Without your celebrities, we're buried in the city section. Now we're front page news. Why would you do this to me? You knew how important it was for me to prove myself to KC. Remember when you chose Chuck. So Olivia and Dan are still dating and um, Dan has just watched uh, Olivia's movie. And so Olivia calls him and he's like, (coughs) I have the flu. I can't go out tonight. And Olivia's like, what the fuck? (laughs) It's so secret. He's just like, so in this movie, apparently like vampire orgasms cause you to levitate. Which is like vampire canon is so weird it's so it's every like there's no real canon it's just like whatever the fuck yeah like you know vampires sparkle because that's the twilight way of being a vampire yeah and then like in vampire diaries they have like you know this weird thing they can like mesmerize people and like like basically yeah they um pretty much like hypnotize people we just like looking in their eyes and they can like make them do whatever you want to do vampires are like the only consistency between vampires is they suck blood basically yeah, everything so else goes yeah they're just magical mosquitoes <laughs> <laughs> what if i write a fanfic yes what if i write a fanfic of endless nights called endless nights is the name of olivia's thing i looked it up it's fine it's not vamp what did i call it vamp a lot it's not vamp a lot it, it should is be. endless nights with a k endless nights colon vamp a lot yeah so i'm gonna write a fanfic of this fake thing called of um, endless nights but i'm gonna um call it magical mosquitoes 
I'm into it. Yes. The Tale of Magical Mosquitoes. I'm writing it down. Sorry. (laughs) (laughs) It's good. It's so great. Okay. So, yeah. So, Olivia and Patrick, they dated, and they were also co-stars in this Endless Nights tale. Yeah, and Dan is, Very similar to the whole, like, you know, Kristen Stewart and Robert Patterson kind of, like, overlap. It's very much of that. It's like they're the Robert Patterson and Kristen Stewart of this world. Yeah. So, she would for sure be Robert Pattinson based on charisma. Kristen Stewart doesn't have a ton of charisma. Yeah, but, I mean, but Kristen Stewart's way more successful than... Uh, oh true Robert Patterson. is she though yeah she is well she been in she won a fucking cesar award i don't know what that is <laughs> it's the equivalent of the oscar in france oh yeah she's the only american to have won the cesar award wow yeah for what movie um clouds and something there, it's, it's a really good movie it's a pr- it's a it's a french-based film but um she was like their assistant in it and she was really good in it and i really enjoyed it it's called clouds of the something it's it's it's, it's like clouds in some like someplace in switzerland anyway cumulus stratosphere okay (laughs) yes okay but yeah so she she's actually doing really well and she's like in a lot of movies and she's done so much more work yeah but he was cedric diggory in harry potter yeah 10 years ago (laughs) yeah but she was also snow white like she's she was yeah she that's how that's how a whole shit broke open because she had that affair with the director of the snow white movies Oh, and then that's when that all, and all that hell broke loose when she had that affair oh, while man. she was supposed to be with Robert Patterson. Man, oh man! It's fine. I would also dump him. Yeah. Although Robert he Patterson's having like a comeback, and he was in this really oh, good movie. Oh, who's he dating? He's dating someone named FK Twigs. Yes, who is the god? She's fantastic. She's so good. She's like this awesome she dancer musician? slash musician. Okay. Yeah, and she's like she's the coolest. I'm person sorry, I know nothing. No, no <laughs> I but honestly, so I mean. You knew that, which is awesome. That's, FK that's celebrity gossip. Yeah, but still, like FK Twigs, or formerly known as Twigs, ah, uh. um, is the best person. She's so cool. She's so fucking cool. I'm obsessed with her Instagram and Twitter. Oh, I can see them being together. Oh my god! Th- so I searched for FK Twigs, and one of the um, suggested things was Robert Pattinson kissing. So FK. Like, another suggested search was FK Twigs, Robert Pattinson kissing. And then, like, <laughs> there's one picture in this entire Google search of them actually kissing. Yeah, they're, they're very secretive, but it's, it's um, I think it's rumored that they're engaged. Oh, my God. They've been together for a couple of years now. Yeah. And I'm, I'm super happy for them. Anyway. Sorry. It's okay. That happens. It's a, it's, it's a show. But, so Olivia and Patrick are essentially Christian and Robert. Yeah, of this, of this, of this real, of the reality of the show. And Dan is so jealous that Patrick made Olivia orgasm levitate. And so, oh yeah, so Olivia and Dan haven't had sex yet, right? Because you know they're teens, and teens when they date, I don't know. I also wait over the Yeah, Whatever. and there was also and there was also a picture on Gossip Girl oh of of Hillary. I'm sorry, of Olivia going um into the big uh con- con- oh the condom bowl at school and getting some contraception, and she's like kind of like it's it's the funniest visual I gag ever. Just like looking really suspicious and like carrying her hand deep into the con- the condoms. Like I love it when Gossip Girl does stupid shit like that. Yeah, kind of reminds me of like in season one when Blair when Serena was like getting her preg- getting a pregnancy test. Oh and everybody my was god. <laughs> Just these pictures. Hilarious. And I love that Olivia is like now on Gossip Girl only because she's dating Dan. It's not that like Dan's making or she's making Dan famous. It's that Dan is making her part of the Gossip Girl high school crowd. I know. It's so funny. It's so weird. Uh, So 
Okay, so another thing that's happening is since Olivia and Patrick, according to Casey, are still supposed to be together because Patrick's career is dying now that Endless Nights is over. And so Olivia's becoming really famous and Patrick isn't. And he's like doing stupid shitty movies where, I don't know, he got the scripts from the trash and <laughs> and then filmed them and made them into movies and they suck because they're trash. And Casey's like... No, this is bad. Olivia and Dan can't be dating because Olivia and Patrick are still supposed to be dating. And so Olivia tells Dan that her and Patrick's relationship was for publicity. Yeah. And do you think Case do and Robert Pattinson's was for publicity? I feel like it was. I totally think it was. They Um, like didn't look like they were together. They didn't look happy. No. (laughs) They looked sad. I also like Robert he was like in physical pain anytime he like looked anything. Like, he was like, oh, Chris, just look at me. And Chris and, and Chris is like, I'm so over this. I'm so gay. And she's like <laughs> and she's like living her lesbian life and she's so happy and like living her true self. And every time Robert Pattinson and Kristen Stewart together, it looked like the very first scene in Twilight where her smell wafts towards him and he it just is... makes that disgusted face. <laughs> yeah, that's their whole relationship. Oh my god so That's bad exactly yeah maybe because like his hair smelled um because he didn't wash it that makes sense he doesn't look like he did Mm-mm, not very clean <sighs> so <laughs> i love celebrity gossip honestly. it's, so, it's good. so stupid it's so good so stupid it's my so favorite pointless. <laughs> okay so what was i saying oh well so like Dan, oh yeah so casey wants oh. them to break up right and so yeah she does not want olivia and dan together she's like we gotta break up we got them we gotta get patrick and olivia back together get them seen in front of people and so dan and uh dan and olivia she like has this conversation was like yeah i actually broke his heart patrick is really upset about it like he was in love with me i did not you know you know i lo- i cared about him i still do but like i you know, wanted to move on from that. And I wanted like, to date a nice boy from Brooklyn who went to college with me. <laughs> Basically. And so... Dan, I've been waiting for you. <laughs> <laughs> She's holding him lock of his hair. Oh, my God. <laughs> this is like she magically made him into existence. Oh, like weird science? Yeah. Like in weird science. Exactly <laughs> like in weird science. Oh, my God. <laughs> what a thing to relate that to. <laughs> Sure. I'm sorry. I'm spinning. I'm spinning. I'm spinning. Um, I wanted my Dan to be my boyfriend so much. I just willed him into existence. How to build? How to build a, be- a Brooklyn? How to build boy- a better boyfriend? A, no, how to build a Brooklyn boyfriend? <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. Word. So, um, anyway, sorry, we're, we're spinning off the rails here a little bit. I have no idea what's going on anymore. <laughs> uh, Dan and Olivia, they have um conversation where olivia is telling him you know i i owe this to patrick a little bit to you know help him at least in his career but yeah for breaking up with breaking him. up with him the way i did because i kind of him dirty but you know we could rendezvous later in the party yeah so she's gonna pretend to be with patrick at right, the party at the party but then they can like hook up later yeah and so i don't know so serena she finds out about this and she's like because she also tells him like you, know, you can like i can help you guys you know meet up later you know in the party but i just need olivia to be seen by the cameras with patrick yeah because she's the publicist 
and Dan feels kind of weird about it, but like he cares about Olivia, so he's like, okay, I'll do this, but like I don't want this to continue for a while because I don't like being this other dude. I want to just date you. I want to be able to be in front of whatever cameras you are and and be your boyfriend. Yeah. And you know, Serena's like, yeah, uh-huh, yeah, yeah, yeah. We gotta do this. Bye. Like, <laughs> come on, please. And so, um, while this is happening, Date and Serena are also still mad at each other because of all that went down in the last episode with the Buckleys. Yeah. And so now Chuck doesn't have a speakeasy anymore because of the liquor license. And, but it got, but like while all this is going on, Serena is, um, so like the, the, the climax of this episode is basically that Serena is, so she and all of her celebrities are at the party when the police bust it. And then, so Serena is like, okay, damage control. We'll get, uh, you know, I'm just going to like, make olivia and dan's relationship known to everyone and she exposes them kissing to the paparazzi while they're leaving in the back right and then she's like well who's dating patrick and she's like i'm dating patrick and And so now serena yeah yeah. it was also really smart of serena i also thought that was a weird question to ask like oh patrick's like oh he has to have a girlfriend yeah who's dating patrick if he's not dating if olivia's not dating him yeah, and so she's like, "Yeah, it's I'm me." I'm dating him. It's me, Patrick's girlfriend. Yeah, and so now, uh, Serena and Patrick are now dating for publicity. Literally, yeah, that's literally what's happening. And she's still the publicist, right? And Imagine Dan falling in love with your publicist. Yeah, and Dan and Olivia are now publicly dating, and Casey is pissed. Yeah. Um, but then she finds out that her and Patrick are dating. She's like, well, now your job is dating Patrick. So <laughs> good luck with that. Classic after, Casey. Yeah, like good luck with that after, you know, your second date. Because she's like, because Serena's like, it's going to be great. It's going to be a piece I of cake. I want a fake date him. And now that's that's where the chips lie. And all this is going down while the police are raiding the, the speakeasy. And everybody is getting crazy publicity because it's now one of the biggest hits of the year. Yeah, so the i don't know i guess like having the police show up your party makes it good well yeah it's, I, mean, it's, I mean it's gonna be all over the papers yeah that's true oh yeah since the celebrities are there that's what they did that for they needed the celebrities there there so they could not be buried in the news right and now it's gonna be on the front page because of the nice of police raid so like i don't understand anything apparently well like it would have been in like page six if it was like you know you just, know, just a regular celebrity yeah. party, but now something on the front page because like massive hotel raid at like the speakeasy for like it's like all the scandal now, yeah, and it's like getting front page news probably, and so now anybody wants to be caught, you know, anybody wants to be caught, you know, being in a cool, you know, place is going to be at the Empire. Yeah. So Chuck and Blair's new vision for the Empire speakeasy thing is that it's going to be an exclusive key only club so like not members only but you have to have a key Key, yeah and then they were talking about how it's gonna be bigger than soho house and i'm like i've been to soho house (laughs) something i've done is mentioned on gossip girl indeed it's isn't it great isn't it cool it's so cool i feel like wow i'm I'm cool i'm 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 part of this i'm part of this i'm part of this i think the soho house in new york must be super different than the one in chicago because the one in chicago is like i've been there (laughs) (laughs) which i don't know I mean, it's like a hotel. I mean, it's still members only, but um, like the one in New York, because I um, I was a member of the one in yeah, New York for a, a year. Uh, it's whatever. Um, it's cool. It's there's like a really wonderful gym there, and there's nice the gym. It's so nice, and there's places to like work and stuff. But 
Um, they're mostly there because of the really beautiful restaurants and bars that are there, and they're exclusive ones that like no one gets into unless you're a member. Is it? And it's is really it like in Soho? Yeah. Okay. Is that what the first one is from? Well, the first one was actually in London. Oh. And then we have we have um, Soho houses in Paris, Toronto, L.A., Chicago, New York, and I think New York was the second one. Oh, okay. That's because like Soho House is from Soho, London, like the Soho area oh. in London. Oh, I didn't realize that. Yeah. So, um, yeah. So anyway, uh, that's where it started, and Soho House is fine, but I'm sure that Chuck's e- Speakeasy is probably better. Yeah. Um, on top of the other storylines happening here, there's two more. Yeah, there's there's like one and a half more. Yeah. So like I didn't care about these other storylines because like okay so the other ones Jenny and Eric yes so and this Jenny, is like a planting the seeds for a much bigger story coming in the pipeline yeah. but this is kind of like the starting of this oh, this little small arc happening yeah so as we know Jenny is um, the queen of the minions yeah at Constance she's queen of Constance okay yeah she's the queen of Constance and she has minions. And she is wrestling, like I was saying earlier, like one of the story, main plot lines is that Jenny wrestles with her desire to be an Upper East Side queen versus her Brooklyn roots. And so right now her biggest um, like thing that doesn't mesh with her being queen is that she is Eric's sister and Eric is dating Jonathan. So Jonathan like starts to drive a wedge between them. And he's like, you know, I don't think Jenny's just the queen. I think she's like, or just a queen um, for the school. I think she's like trying to be a bitch all around. And yeah. he's and Eric's like, no, she's still nice to me at home. This is just a facade she puts on. And Jonathan's like, it's Halloween. She's not wearing a mask anymore. Jenny, you should come to the village with us. Uh, yeah. What are you guys doing sitting up here? The birds decided to use our usual place as a restroom. Oh, gross. Um. Do you guys mind moving down a couple steps? I'm sorry, but you know the whole no one's supposed to sit higher than me thing, and if the girls see you up here, they're gonna take it as a sign of weakness. And we get it. You can't lead if no one thinks they have to follow us. It's cool. Thank you. Not you. Hello, invasion of the body snatchers. Looks like Jenny, sounds like Jenny is really a dark, power-hungry monster. Oh, come on. She's still the same Jenny underneath. She just has to wear the mask for school. That mask is becoming her face. Yeah. Is it like, stupid? Yeah, and like, the thing is, is like, um, when and this starts kind of like building a bridge and um, building like a wedge is built because Jenny is having her lunch at the Met stops like she typically does. Yeah. And Jonathan and Eric are having it, having lunch too and just hanging out at the Met steps but higher than her. And according to this unmentioned law that I've never heard of. I don't know. I don't know about these rules, but apparently no one can ever sit higher than Which Jenny. Which is stupid because they're sitting like not even near the top. Like pick a better, like go sit at the top if you don't want anyone to sit higher than you. Yeah. Dummy. So she's like, you gotta sit down there and Eric and Jen- Eric's like, well, you know, in our usual spot, you know, the pigeons like, you know, decided to poop on there so we're, we moved away. And she's like, ah, it sucks, but like you have to move somewhere else. You can't sit up there. The Met steps are huge. This is a solvable problem. Also, it's public fucking space. Right? They're so, this is like the stupidest thing that I happens. can fucking sit there. Me, as Cher Vincent. <laughs> I have sat there. You also have sat there. I sat there many times. I was just yeah. sat there last month, Salma Met steps. It was awesome. That's right. So, fuck you, Jenny. I'll sit whatever I want. Anyway. 
Yeah, you sat higher than she did, probably. I did. And it was awesome. Yeah, and Jonathan's like, you know what? I think she's a bitch. I'm going to sit higher than her anyway. Yeah, and um, Jenny didn't like that, so she's like... I don't want to have to, you know, bring reinforcements, but I will. And apparently they didn't listen. And so uh, she like told the minions, you know, do to handle it. <laughs> and they handled it and they dumped yogurt all over them, which is some bull. No, shit. they dumped yogurt on Eric. Just Eric. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Not even Jonathan. No, no, they did. They, they, really? No, not in the not in the first part. Oh. Yeah. So uh, I feel like they both got dumped on mm, later. Okay. So later in the episode, um, Lily is reprimanding Jenny for, you know, dumping or having her minions dump um, yogurt on Eric. And she's she's kind of like trying to wrestle between the fact that she has to be clean, but also is John's John, or not Jonathan, Eric's Eric sister. sister. And so she's tr- justifying her decision. She's like, I have to do this. Like, otherwise, um, the school won't be under my control anymore. And everyone's going to think I'm a weak leader. And so this is an interesting thing. Like, by being the queen bee, she's like she's um trying to protect herself for if she weren't queen in the future she would be the one being picked on and so by doing that she's picking on other people and it's like like other people just get ignored but then jenny would just be viciously picked on like she was in the last season like just Mm -hmm. harassed constantly by the minions yeah and she's basically just like because like she was that she was constantly being harassed and now she's the one who's next to the perpetrator yeah and so now she's turned eric and jonathan into jenny yeah like they're, I don't know. They're not even trying to do anything. Jonathan probably also wants to be the queen of Constance. Are are they at school at Constance or are they at the other they're school? They're Saint Jude. Saint Jude. That's right. But I mean, but like Hope exists because they're sister, like on the same campus. Yeah. But regardless, it's a tricky situation because there is this loyalty that Eric still has for Jenny. Yeah. Like. Even at the end of the day, no matter how vicious he's being, he still has this, you know, loyalty to her that he does not want to supersede. But now, you know, he's getting yogurt dumped on him and he doesn't know what to do. And yeah. so when um, so Jenny, she apologizes to Eric. She's like, I'm sorry. But like, it's a fake apology at, at, the, at the speakeasy party. Not even the speakeasy oh. party at their home. She's like, I'm sorry about that. You know, you know, but we should I go had to do it. But I had to do it. And he's like, I don't want to be with you i don't want to spend any time with you at all yeah and so they're all going to the speakeasy party to get together and while um jenny's there with her minions and apparently uh the minions under jenny's you know rule or permission was like you know handle jonathan yeah and so they did that by um jonathan just like walking happily by himself outside well he's heading to the party oh yeah he's heading to the party to meet eric and he's like, you know, exactly like he's like in a 1940s, 1930s like style going on. Like, yeah, I'm heading to He's got his look. And the minions egg him. They egg him like it's 1920. Yeah. I mean, like, that's what happens. Like, kids get egged in Halloween. Yeah. That's um, like. That's a kind of the thing that happens in high I know. School. Like, it sucks to get food thrown at you, I'm sure. Have but you ever like, been egged? No. I ha- oh, our house has been egged. That sucks. I know. I was like, why would anyone do this? We're not part of. Like, we had we had this thing in high school where, like, if you're on a sports team, you would either get TP'd or toilet papered by your own team, which is idiotic. I what? think it was, like, the girls' team would, like, toilet paper the boys' houses, and the boys would toilet paper the girls' houses. And I don't think egging was a thing, but, like, toilet paper, especially after it rains, is so hard to clean up off of your house. And, like, that, oh, that yeah. never happened to my house, but my house was definitely egged. I was, like, sitting inside in the den, like, 
going on AIM on my computer, being <laughs> being an internet teen. And 2003. Yeah, man. 2003. I was being, I was like, my screen name was like Mr. Eyeliner. Noise. Yeah, because that was back when Johnny Depp was cool. And or Fallout Boy. <laughs> or Fallout Boy, also true. Um, what's the other one? Who was the one that writes, uh, that sings, oh, Panic of the Disco? Oh, my God, Panic of the Disco. I write since not tragedies. I listen to that song, like, probably I once don't a Haven't you people ever heard of? I love that. I love that band so it's much. The, I, yeah, I, I do, too. Panic so at the Disco. So good. Uh, so, yeah, we, we had, like, this really weird, like, I don't know if that's a, it must be, like, just i think it was like michigan southeast michigan schools would do that like they would tp each other like That's i heard from weird. my other friends that it was so stupid it's pointless yeah. it's wasteful but halloween was like a thing where um kids got uh and i never got what do eggs? you call devil's night here what so <laughs> sorry oh, i've sorry. never heard that phrase before yeah well obviously because that's what um, in michigan we have this thing on october 30th called devil's night and that's the night where like you you egg people's houses or toilet oh, paper wow. them and just like basically be a teen nuisance that's not a thing in chicago i feel like it must be let me google it maybe maybe not chicago public schools because i never remember that Devils. maybe in the, maybe in the suburbs maybe that's a suburb yeah thing. i think it might be a suburban thing because suburban let's see okay so it is uh mischief night in parts of the u.s oh it's chiefly associated associated with um detroit um yeah oh it was mild acts of vandalism such as, yeah, egging, toilet papering. And then in the early 70s, oh, wow, it escalated to arson. That sounds about right. Yeah. Plots in Detroit. It wasn't even just Detroit. It was, like, surrounding suburbs, too. Classic Michigan. Classic <laughs> Michigan. What is? What are the other things? Let me see. Mischief Night is a thing. Uh, naming variations. But, um, Cabbage Night. <laughs> Cabbage Night in Ontario. Yikes. Uh, gate night. Let's see. Oh, but in, it's fine. But like in Chicago, like like I remember freshman year of high school, I was friends with a lot of um, how should I put this, gay members, <laughs> and because I tutored some of them. Uh huh. And I remember it was like a, it was like the first Halloween and was high school and everybody was terrified and I had, and like we had off campus lunch, and so I remember we it was like t- ten of us. We like were in a group like stay in large numbers so no one egg us, and. And then like, we turned a corner and we're basically, it's like a three block uh, walk from like, r- from the high school to the restaurant back. Uh-huh. And on the way back from the restaurant, there was a bunch of them like, Delia, get them! Because all the freshmen were like, you know, the ones to get egged usually from yeah, upperclassmen. And I was like, oh no. And then one of them was like, oh, it's Cher. She's cool. Leave her alone. We get everybody else. And, oh like, my God. Were you the only girl? No, it was like it was a, it was a few girls and a couple of guys, and I was the only one that did. They like literally like, oh, share. It's cool. They like pulled me away oh from the God. main group and like protected me. That's terrible. And then like and then like launch all the eggs. Like, oh, what? your poor friend. And, and then they're like, so what's up, share? What you doing out here? I'm like, I was getting lunch, and now you like ruined my friend's day. <laughs> like, what are you guys That's doing? That's terrible. Yeah, but um, I was fine. I was yeah, good job. Yeah, and they and they also made sure that I like because um also like after school those a huge like people are gonna get eggs especially the yeah. freshmen and so like the egging is so weird it's so weird but like but they it's were, just like so messy to clean up that it makes sense it's a nuisance it, it was and then like one of them well, one of the older ones I think it was like a senior he was like hey if you because he was like um, a friend he was an like, older brother of a friend of mine they were all gang members at this point uh-huh. they were like asshole kids but they liked me they took a liking to me a shine to me and they made sure they like picked me up and like drove me home Aww. the four blocks home because I lived really 
close to school, but they made sure I was okay so I didn't get egged. It was Aww, very sweet. That is really nice. It's I really, guess. Yeah, it's really nice and sweet and weird, really it's macabre so way. I remember this one kid got egged in school, which is fucked up. How it's do you like, get egged in school? Who he, brings eggs to school? Let me bring these old He was like eggs. a target too. He was poor kid. He was he got teased mercifully, mercilessly, like every day. I remember. Oh that my kid. Oh, god. It was awful. Poor kid. But like on home, he got egged in school in the hallway. Someone looked through an egg at him. That is so sad. It's so sad. Oh, like, I damn. hate teens. I know teens are such dicks. Teens are so bad. Yeah. So anyway, this is so like when I saw this, it was like definitely triggering. It's like, yeah. ugh, egging is awful. Fucking asshole kids. You can eat those. And um and so like while this is going on jonathan's getting egged eric and jenny are getting you know are reconciling at least or at least to eric's uh, yeah, understanding to his, he, his um he's getting he's being apologized to by jenny and uh when he gets a text message from jonathan saying like yeah i got attacked jenny's like no, i couldn't do anything um and i can't control them all the time but yes you can that's your whole thing you're controlling them it's so weird it's, it's like such weird. a weird thing like she's attacked I mean, jonathan is like driving he's trying to prove that jenny's like dirtbag and he does she's a dirtbag yeah i guess he's trying to like pull the wool from jonathan from eric's eyes yeah and trying to like realize like yeah you might have loyalty to this person but like she's an asshole and she and she you deserve to know that she's being an asshole right now yep and so in the height of all this, early in the episode, Lily was talking to Jenny about, you know, her clothes that she has in her closet. They're all like most of her clothes from Brooklyn, her uh-huh. older clothes, including the clothes that she made for herself. Oh, my God. Her fashion, Jenny. Her fashion, Jenny. Yeah. Days. Like in the in the at the beginning of this episode, um, someone Lily. was like, are you? No, it was like one of the, the minions who was like, are you going to make your outfit? And she's like, no, I'm going to have this be couture right like, exactly and so she's moving away from the the point where she's making her own things yeah because she's she doesn't like, feel like she doesn't fit anymore she's in she's completely in she is extremely um she's extremely upper east side yeah and um at the end of this episode jenny is throwing all her old clothes away and now all her clothes are now upper east side and couture she's because all she because her and Lily apparently have gone shopping you know in the recent months that they've been you know living under the same roof and lily um was wondering if jenny wanted to part with all her old clothes and she was kind of reluctant in the beginning but now she's kind of full-on like i am doing this i am this person now yeah and then we have this really cute storyline of lily and rufus it's it's fine yeah it's so rufus um has recently moved to the upper east side and while he was living in brooklyn he got a ton of trick-or-treaters and he was like, I bought all this candy. And Lily's like, this is the Upper East Side. And we basically live in a hotel. There's no kids who live like trick or treat here. Well, she didn't say that. She no. was kind of like, you know, like, no one like no one goes out. No one does. We don't have to pass out candy here. He's like, like hogwash. You're going to do this. It's going to be great. And Lily didn't have the heart to tell him that no one goes around. There's no kids in the hotel and yeah. in, in, the, in the building at all. And so she gets um, Vanya's relatives, Vanya. I think. Well, Vanya, he he gets a couple of kids, and he uh, pays the the parents to like change the clothes of the, of the kids so they can wear different outfits every time they come to the Halloween candy. Yeah, and yeah. so I I thought they were Vanya's relatives because they're also speaking the language that he is. Where where is he from again? He's from Polish. Po- yeah, they speak Polish. Yeah, but I don't think they were speaking Polish. Um, that's I how that's how Rufus figured it out that it was the kids because one of them kept saying thank you in Polish. Oh, I also knew that like um that lady gaga was also playing like she she had a different wig on she had the same (laughs) wig on for like different outfits yeah 
So yeah, but it was it was kind of cute, but it like was, very small. It was nice. It was nice of like Lily to try to make Rufus feel like he was he's part of um, that breeze side, right? And just like yeah, and kept uh, keep up with the traditions. Yeah. So that is the episode. That's pretty it. Much. So we'll be back after these messages. For listeners of the Gossip Girls podcast, Lola is offering a 50% savings on your first order. Get your first two box order for just $9, regularly $18. So Lola has 100% organic cotton menstrual products for Ooh. people who menstruate, but they also have a My First Period box that I really want to get, even it's though so I'm cute. so many periods in. Same. There's I... like a little pamphlet too, like I want to learn about my period. When did you get your first period? When I was 13. I got mine when I was 15. I was a super late bloomer. That's oh why I didn't God. get boobs until I was like 22. I got my period on my, like my first period was on my way back from Hawaii on a family trip. And so like as soon as I got back, I got my period. And I was like, thank God you didn't interrupt my beach trip. I got my first period in the middle of a history test. Ew. And I. Oh, did you think you peed yourself? Yeah. And then I was so excited because I was like, fucking finally. I know. I was like, because I was like When's 15 going on 16. And I was like, I still hadn't had my period yet. And I was like, am I, am I dead inside? So if you, <laughs> if you are not dead inside, but you want to start your first two box order for just $9 instead of $18, you can go to trymylola.com slash gossipgirls.simplecast.com. Again, that's trymylola.com slash gossipgirls.simplecast.com. Get your first two box order for just $9. Menstruation. Yeah. All right. And we are back with fashion. Fashion. Turn, Turn it around. Fashion. Turn to the right. Ooh, fashion. fashion. Put it all on me. Don't you want to see these clothes on me? <laughs> that was good. That was very yeah, good. Yeah, we did a very good job. Good job. So, let's about fashion. Serena, her oh, look with the cue. Oh, my God. She looks amazing. So, she has, like, just this gorgeous, like, she has this gorgeous outfit for the speakeasy. She's wearing, like, a really low-cut sequined, like, gray. The rompus is out here in the streets. It is here. We can see it. Her hair looks gorgeous. She has, like, the the pin curls um, or the finger waves in her hair. And her makeup is just, like, so gorgeous, like, She's silvery. Incredible. And I don't know. She looks extremely 20s, extremely glamorous. Like, this just is her so best look put today. together. I love it. It's so her best much. look to date, honestly. Like, up to this point of this, of this, like, I think the closest she's been to this, like, stunning is probably her cotillion outfit. Yeah, for sure. But yeah, she looked incredible. Oh my god, it was so gorgeous, so pretty. Um, Blair sleepwear. Oh my god, so when she's playing chess with Dorota, um, her sleepwear is like just so gorgeous. She's wearing like black silk pants, a black silk cami, a black silk robe. It's just so gorgeous. I want it's that so kind comfy. of comfy. I want loungewear. <sighs> Oh, I want loungewear too. It's not fair. I know, but then Blair also did not have a good look. Oh my god, her! Ugh, I hated her twenties look. So she's wearing like, like it's not even a cute flapper dress. It like tries to be fitted. Her hair looks terrible. I her liked her hair. Look, oh, I didn't like her hair at all. I didn't think it was like, I don't know. I didn't think it was put together. I felt like her. I guess she, her outfit must have been haphazard because she was rushing. <laughs> Um, to get to Chuck from to fi- tell her, him that the liquor license was fake, but like she was wearing like a giant black pearl necklace and then like a slightly smaller black uh, jeweled statement necklace, and I didn't like that in combination with like, this cream colored like sequined flapper dress. I don't yeah. know. I did not like it at all. Yeah, she she wore a better flapper dress last season. Yeah, 
It was black. It was black and it was gorgeous. Um, oh my god. I liked uh, Chuck's zoot suit too. Zoot suit. Zoot. <laughs> um, how do you feel about Jenny's outfit? Uh, the like the romper. Mm-hmm. I did not like it. Yeah, I wasn't a big fan of it. Yeah. Um, but she had like a it was like a capri romper, I guess. Yeah. Yeah, it Jenny's was really loose fitting too. Yeah, it was like weird because she's such a she's such a, th- a thin girl. Yeah, it just yeah, I'm not sure. It just like like swallowed her. Yeah, um, and then also Lily, I'm um, wanting to throw out the oh uh, the pink plaid dress that she wore. Her her school outfit. She had like embellished it when she was a sewing person. Yeah, and this was like kind of like a, a it's kind of like an old Jenny that we haven't really seen in a long I time. I know, I miss her. I miss old Jenny. Jenny wrestling with her emotions and her desires to be queen. Mm. Okay. Uh, music. Albert Hammond Jr. from The Strokes, i.e. also um, Drew Barrymore's ex-bay. appearance he is playing guitar during one of the scenes at the speakeasy uh can we quickly talk about the word bay okay my coworker thought it stood for bacon and eggs nope she thought it stood for bacon and eggs for a long time it's like wow. the cutest thing ever <laughs> <laughs> she was like oh my god i just learned what it means. yikes like yeah people would always talk about like bay brunch and i thought they were talking about like bacon and eggs for brunch <laughs> <laughs> my god that's actually really sweet it's, it's like so cute oh my god that's pretty cute, but also no. Um, Otak Lotak. I don't think I know of anything that happened in this episode that was really tech related at all. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, I feel I like. I guess like showing like, like trying to call people in Canada, like she used to calling Patrick. I was going to say DVD. DVD. Oh yeah. When he's watching the Endless Nights DVD in his computer. Yeah. The DVD, like and it was not even just like a, it was a DVD set with like all three movies on one. He had a screensaver. <laughs> is yeah. it just turning it black like the computers do now yeah but i think like the the, the idea of like the uh three movies on one dvd is definitely like an old tech yeah. thing they don't do that anymore um they barely do regular dvds anymore it's only um blu-ray really these days or you can just get the download on itunes yep. <laughs> no one really does dvds much anymore very interesting uh, what about straight observations? Uh, I had a lot of straight observations. Yeah, I see. So at the very beginning of the the episode, uh, Rufus is making jack o' lanterns for Halloween, and he makes every member of Kiss in oh jack o' lantern form, and it is so wonderful. I love I do love jack o' lanterns. Um, another one of my straight observations is that when Dan is watching Endless Nights. Um, we first find out that Nate reads Endless Nights blogs. Yes, which makes him even more perfect with oh Vanessa. Oh my god, he's so perfect. Because Vanessa also loves the, the Endless Nights movies. And I just love like, it. It just makes me like reinstate the, the fact that they are supposed to belong together. Are they together right now? I can't no, remember. Okay, not. that's very sad. That's um, sad. Yeah, and also when Hilary Duff is a vampire in Endless Nights, her boyfriend, while they're making love, bites her neck, and so she has a neck bite. But she's already a vampire. Like, why would you bite her neck? She doesn't have any blood. I don't think she is a vampire. I think he turns her in the movie. Is that when he turns her? I is that, is so. that why she levitates? Yeah. That makes much more sense. They're, like, fucking, and then she, like, levitates, and then he becomes, she becomes a vampire. She's, like, turning. Yeah, that's that's how it happened for um, uh, Kristen Stewart. She was also, like, I don't know, orgasming when she got bit, basically. Yeah. Yeah, magical mosquitoes. Yikes. <laughs> 
out here in these streets. Mm-hmm. Uh, Rufus and Jenny. Oh my God, Rufus is like trying to dress everything up. For yeah, because they're the because he's they're gonna be the Ramones and how like Jenny's gonna make a good Joey Ramone. I love that. Uh, adorable. So cute. Also, he's not wrong. Mm-mm. And then Patrick apparently was in the Caitlyn Jenner biopic. Yeah, when he was when uh, she was not Caitlyn Jenner when she was Bruce Jenner. Yeah, so like that's that's one of his. Uh, that's one of apparently one of the things that made his downfall from fame. Yeah, was he was at a. Uh, yeah, I'm not sure how good that would have been. Nope. <laughs> yeah. Any other observations you had? I don't think I had any more. Yeah, cause I, I think you talked about the uh, the uh, my my favorite observation was when Dorota uh, saw Blair cheat on the. Oh yeah, that was so funny. So fucking funny. Um, just yeah. like that's another visual gag that I like. So funny. So cute. Um, one rate episode. Yeah, I give this episode a an eight. Yeah, I was it is eight, solid. Yeah, eight point five for sure. I really enjoyed everybody's storyline for the most part. I think it was really well done. The fashion was great. So good. The storylines like woven together. Like I don't know if you. It, it was hard to separate them. So I felt like the the Jenny and Eric thing was slightly separate, but like everyone else, like was intermeshed really well. Yeah, I, I thought. Yeah, and I also think that like, um, with the now Serena's getting. Just like as far as the dynamics of the group, Serena has now polarized herself from Blair and now uh, and Nate. Yeah. The only person that she's really in cahoots with, not even cahoots, but like talking to is Dan. But, and Chuck. And Chuck, but like not really. Like Chuck, you know, he does his own thing, but like he's only talking to Serena because he needs her contacts. Yeah. So like it's like more business with Chuck. And Dan, you know, is dating Olivia, and he's like fully committed, and she's not really seeing anybody. So now she's dating the person she's seeing. Yeah. And she's, no, she's she's um she's dating the person that she manages, which is like just work and personal life. Yeah. So, so like, intermingled. Yeah. So she's kind of isolating herself further and further and further. Um, that was really interesting. Um, I also like seeing Dan and Olivia their relationship progress more because I just love seeing Hillary Duff happy. She's so perfect. She's so great. Um. I'm happy that Blair and Chuck are back together. At least you know they're temporarily, temporarily in a fight. They're in a fight, but they're you know they're back on good terms now. So yeah, it all came along, and everybody and I feel like everyone except for Vanessa was represented in this episode. Yeah, Vanessa wasn't in this episode because she's off like filming something right. for the Vanderbilts. Right, but like, but even but like almost everybody else was mentioned in this episode. So yeah, that was pretty fun. So yeah, solid eight point five for me. And that's the episode, guys. That's it. So I want to thank Cards Against Humanity and some office so much for their equipment and their facilities. I want to give a huge shout out to my co-host with the my hostess with the mostest. It's me, Subi. Subi. Thank you, Cher, for producing and um, doing with this, this with me every week. We, oh my God, everyone, we're only doing this podcast. I found out because Cher wants to talk about Dan and Blair. That's the only reason she decided to do this. She's like, I love Dan and Blair so much, and that's why I decided that we should do this podcast. And I was like, okay, I thought you liked me and we were friends but that's fine i mean you're it's also fine. part of this <laughs> i no. am also i'm not <laughs> i couldn't do this by myself literally because no one would listen to it <laughs> <laughs> fair this is fair um i want to give a shout out to all of our listeners thank you so much for constantly you know uh, letting us know that you're still listening to the show and um send us questions i'd love to h- answer some questions that we you guys love have. to hear from you so you can follow us on twitter at gossip girls pod you can like us on facebook at gossip girls podcast and you can send us emails at the gossip girls podcast at gmail.com um you can follow me on twitter at share musings you can find me on twitter at kale hummus i'm at share musings and, and we'll be back next week 
with more hijinks. More hijinks. So many hijinks in this Political episode. Political drama. Indeed. But until then, you know, you, know you love, love us. XOXO. Gossip Girls.